Have you ever considered the depth of God's love for you? Have you ever considered what God does for you? In your sin, in your darkness, in a world where you couldn't even imagine God existed, He came to you first. He sought you out first. I know that in my job, I go and I meet people. I speak with people whom I've never met before. And usually what you do, they teach you that you're supposed to establish rapport. And so you meet with someone. You might talk about the weather. You might talk about pictures on the wall and see if they open up. But you establish rapport. And once you establish rapport, then you can start digging a little bit deeper into their life. And as you do that, you get to know them. Now, the difference with God is that he already knows you. Before he introduces himself to you, he already knows you. And he knows you at a level that we cannot even comprehend. Because he knows you not in the moment, but he knows you. Every single thing about you, from before birth until after death. He knows every single thought you have. He knows every single instance of sin in your life. He knows what your decisions are going to be. And yet, He chooses to love you. He chooses to come to you first, offering truth and offering forgiveness. When we worship God, it's one thing to look at God and to acknowledge who He is, because He is God, great and mighty. But it's another thing to acknowledge whom we are. We're sinners. There's nothing that we can do that will ever even put us near to the glory of God. Only He does that. We see this in John chapter 4. Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give them shall never thirst. But the water that I will give them will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Now, before we read this next scripture, I want you to imagine meeting a stranger. You introduce yourself, you say names, exchange names, and you start building a relationship. I want you to see what Jesus did to this woman. The woman said to him, Sir, give me some of this water so I will not be thirsty nor come all the way here to draw. 
Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman in answer said, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, You have correctly said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. Wow. How's that for an opening line for a conversation? You tell a person to their face about the sins that they hide. But that's part of salvation, and that's what Jesus Christ does. He shows us our sin. He didn't do it to condemn her. He did it to save her. If he had just saved her and thrown her into heaven, she would not have even known what she was saved from. And that's part of salvation. That's part of true worship is that we know what God has saved us from. We know what he has forgiven us for. God seeks you out. And we shudder sometimes because we don't want him to know our sin. We want to hide it. And the truth is you cannot hide your sin from Christ because he is the one who has already died for that sin. He is the one who comes to you and brings you grace and forgiveness and then he fills you with living water that cleanses you, that restores you, and renews you. As you draw near to God, don't be afraid as your sin is revealed, because that is God's way of showing you the depth of his forgiveness. He forgives you, he redeems you, and then he gives you the avenue to walk in righteousness and holiness. Father, thank you that you reveal to us our hidden sins, and yet you've already died for them. Thank you that you are the one who seeks us out and comes to us. Father, I just praise you because you are a loving God who redeems. Take your child today and let them walk in the fullness of forgiveness. Amen.